0: Hey everyone, happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Blue Collar Nation podcast Tuesday topic. Now, the Tuesday topic is about getting real. It's about getting real with yourself. It's about getting real with your business. And what we're gonna do is pick a topic for a blue collar service business every single week. And Larry and I are gonna talk about what we did great, what we did okay, what we royally screwed up, and hopefully you guys can learn from our mistakes. So buckle up, it's about to get real. Let's head to the Tuesday Topic.
1: Well, hello, this is Larry from the Blue Collar Nation podcast with the Tuesday Topic podcast. And I'm here with my intrepid business partner, the Tech Whisperer, Mr. Eric Sprague. How are you today, Eric?
0: I'm intrepid. I'm all over the place.
1: (laughs) No, intrepid is you're an explorer in the world of communicating with technicians. And yeah, it well, has
0: been a journey. There's no doubt about that.
1: Yep, yep. Connecting with these guys, as yeah. many of us know, if they're somewhat similar to me, which is kind of a stretch, but, you know, it's you're difficult. You're one of a kind, bro. <laughs> it's difficult connecting with the technicians on a consistent level to get them to do what they know what to do, and you know what they want them to do just yeah, to well, get everything to come together.
0: I disagree with you, man. I think you're – the average person you the average owner
1: average owner that can't connect with their technician yeah i think it. that's
0: more common than the ones that connect well
1: i connected well when i got mad at him
0: no you did not
1: <laughs> like, it, that
0: was only working for you
1: yeah <laughs> obviously and i was glad to have you tech whispering behind me which worked just fine
0: <laughs> okay look, look, look larry's having a bad day calm down <laughs> like
1: we can work this out <laughs> Well, you know, we did our best and... Thanks for making me Dr. Phil. (laughs) You did a great job as Dr. Phil, as you always do, which is... uh, I didn't even know I had that skill, dude, before we started the business. I was easily irritated as well. (laughs) Seemed to work, you know? Mm -hmm. And anyway, so the topic today is systems and implementing them. And we're not talking big, gigantic systems. You put a bunch of little systems into play and you implement them. And it becomes part of your culture. I think there's like a 30-day threshold that professionals in the psychology world will tell you that you do something for 30 days in a row, it will be consistent. And you don't. Yeah, but thinking.
0: you know, it's actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna mess with you on that.
1: Wonderful. How many
0: times have you done something for 30 days and it just drops off? Right. That's what. That's the whole basis of Andy Forcella's 75 hard that it takes really more like a couple, two to three months. Yeah. To to get it really going. But it's just that consistency every day, a little consistency
1: bit. Consistency of these systems and implementing. So, we're going to give a couple examples of things that we did in our service business that we think will uh, work in yours. There'll be some correlation. So, anyway, why don't you? Uh, we met with a lot of numbers and we talked over the numbers with our guys. And we had a wall with uh, this is how we built it. Eric did. He put it on the wall. You can do this in Google Sheets, you know, the job how much the job made, uh, what yeah. was the percentage profit, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. You Go want to start with it.
0: that or you want to start with just like having a, a daily meeting or a weekly meeting? You want to start with that or you want to start you with start just- Start with
1: that because like a financial meeting. You know, you have a that was something that we did for a while and we didn't. And we got back to it and we didn't get back to it. And every time we got back to it-
0: Well, everything measured improves. Yes. So when you're doing it. All right. So let's talk about that. You know, we I mean, were always talking about a morning meeting, but you know, you have to have unfortunately everybody hates meetings but meetings help (laughs) yeah you know
1: they just have to be struck
0: they have to be structured and they have to be short i think that's the key element like they can't there has to be a beginning time and an end time it can't be a bunch of people sitting around when i was at full swing i used to have meetings standing up in the hall because i didn't want anybody getting too comfortable eating donuts you know it's like no let's let's get this going right so put a very short time limit on every meeting I think that would be my number one suggestion. Like, have it fifteen minutes, right? That way you're not burning the clock with everybody, but you're getting a point across.
1: Um, so. What actually something with that? If you're gonna have a short meeting, you got to have people prepared when you get to the meeting. Totally, you know, everyone's humming and hawing, and we've had that before. Well, do we have the data? No data. Okay, mm-hmm. no meeting. You just might as well just close the meeting down. Totally. Have to you yeah. ready when somebody's ready no.
0: to go? You have to have a a. Uh, a culture of accountability where the person comes in ready for the meeting. And um, yeah, we, (laughs) we had, we had meetings that were total BS because people weren't ready and yeah, you got to shut that one down. I agree with you, Larry. So we started doing these where we were losing money. And I think in service businesses, this is really common is we were losing money in this kind of chain of Call comes in to the customer service representative. So, how many calls are coming in, right? So that's basically saying how good are the people out in the field doing at their route marketing, at the internet marketing, at the chambers of commerce, right? So that, so first thing is you want that number, like how how much call volume are we getting, how many opportunities to get jobs are we getting,
1: et cetera. Yeah,
0: yeah. So then you need to track how many calls are coming in versus then. You know, it's generally, at least in our office, it was females in the office. So how many, how many calls are the girls turning into bids, right? Legit bids for an estimator. who was usually you or myself or a couple other guys, right? So now, you know, you're taking the number. How many calls coming in? How many are you turning into a bid? Because that was our goal. We weren't selling on the phone. We were selling them to come to their home on the phone, right? We were yeah. selling getting us in the door because we understood if we got in the door between our training and our scripts and, you know, all the things that we've done social proof, we were going to close a lot more jobs than we weren't, you know? Yeah,
1: and that system worked for us. Other people like Howard's business, they sell a lot on the phone. Sure.
0: Yeah. I'm, so, I'm strictly talking about our process and, and what we were measuring and you can do you know, if your business is different, do that. So then, you know, we'd have estimators go out to homes and, and give, Estimates on carpet cleaning, duct cleaning, uh, you know, selling insurance, water damage losses, mold jobs, whatever. So how many then were turning into jobs and then what was our percentage of cost to do that job, right? So we just kind of worked down that item. So what I did back in the day, I probably would have done it with a, a big screen and Google Sheets now, but I had a whiteboard. And I get the art tape and I put it all out and and the girls in the office every single night before they went home after the job tickets would come in, would update that board. Well, the reason I did that was because I wanted everybody in the company to see exactly what was going on, who was doing a good job, who needed help, you know, how many calls we were getting in, how many were closing like that board created a lot of accountability and it, and yep. it creates and a lot where account- everybody stood it creates a lot of accountability f- for the estimators to not do the lazy sale where it's like I'm just going to do a giveaway you know I'm going to do a giveaway then I get to come in and say I, I got a job but then that job doesn't come in on budget right? you're putting your technicians behind the eight ball yep. and they're like I can't make money on this <laughs> it's not a bit high enough you know So what we would do is have meetings where we would sit with the team right in front of that whiteboard and we would go through those key performance indicators. This is how many calls we had come in last week. This is how many the girls in the office got bids for. Here's the the estimators and how many they sold out of it. And here's the guys and what their percentage is. And then what that does is a, it holds everybody accountable, but B we get to talk about the things that we're not doing well, and we get to celebrate the things that we are doing well. Like a lot of the times, we were killing it. So that was nothing but a big high five meeting. It got everybody excited to want to do even better.
1: Yeah, and everybody knew the direction they needed to go to continue to do better, and they knew what they were doing well at at the time or not well, doing
0: well. And then the thing is, is that the the people that you know were struggling or not doing as well. We didn't make that a big negative thing. We'd say, okay, well, what can we do to help? What, what you know, what, what, what can we do to fix this?
1: Yeah, retraining, et cetera, et cetera. And
0: having that meeting every week, that finance meeting with everybody, what did it take, 10 minutes?
1: Yep. If I mean, so. it's quick, right? Because they're every, looking at it all week long. They know what's on it already.
0: Yeah. I mean, the technicians would walk in that door at 7 a.m. and they would make a beeline for that board every morning to see if they pulled good numbers the day before yeah. and they I'd hear them competing like dude I got you know this percentage and you know the whole thing and it created that little bit of healthy competition and it made them excited and it gamified work
1: yeah for them right and that was what helped the culture dramatically you know
0: in the early days you and I would just keep um we'd keep all that information just the two of us <laughs> you know and it hidden away it doesn't do anybody any good
1: yeah you know so that system worked great for us the consistency of the system and implementing it every single week i mean we're saying the meeting was a system but that's just one of the systems we had yeah what were the other systems you want to go over one other one i need i need you to keep talking for a
0: minute because i got to plug in my computer because i'm about to run out of battery
1: Okay, so what we were talking hey, we're about...
0: We're not the Joe Rogan podcast, man.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> so what we were talking about earlier was that uh, the the, uh, the meetings, we go with meetings many times about what, what works well and what doesn't well. But the whole thing is you have a flow of business. I mean, you can talk about the system of having your guys early in the morning get their trucks ready and what they have to do in the lineup and the system of answering the call and exactly what they need to say. But... Staying engaged with your technicians with uh, like, for example, the morning tech meeting, and we're not trying to push it right necessarily on this podcast, but it's like, uh, it's all ready to go. Find something that's, so it's all ready to go, meaning that you just have the videos, you just play them and you you push play and you go and it's an easy to implement. And it's an easy conversation afterwards, only takes five to 10 minutes a day and it goes like a, a plug in a box. But you have many of the other things around your business that you're extra good at that are right at your fingertips. So all of us as business owners know, Oh, I need to get to this. I need to get to this. Pick one thing that will make a difference in your week and month, either profitably, that's going to benefit you, benefit your culture, give you time, whatever can do it, but take the one thing that you know you can do and implement it, put it on the calendar, be consistent and make it happen. Um, there were many other things that we had that we did that we talk about often with uh, shamrock when we had shamrock going on, but we still do it now with uh, the morning tech meeting, Eric and I sit down and we write down the top five things that we need to do for the week. And actually what we've run into lately is we have a hard time getting to all those five things sometimes. So now we're prioritizing them and holding, holding ourselves to one thing and then the next thing and the next thing. So at the next meeting, if I only got to, two things it was the two most important things and that made a huge difference in our progress at this point because we changed gears from a service business now we're an online business where we uh deliver content to people it's a different different things that we're not used to so when your day starts in the morning find out what gets everybody engaged gets you engaged and you want to be profitable and you want to make a difference in your business. You want to make a change for the better. Be consistent and make it happen. Um, Eric might be gone. I'm back.
0: <laughs> but I, I have technical difficulties.
1: Okay. So I did, the other, what was the other example that we're going to talk about? I was talking about consistency of the, whatever the system is. That yeah, you're we're creating. going to talk about just, uh, you know, like in a
0: service business. Just the rhythm of having that meeting, like whatever meeting, it doesn't matter if it's line up for the trucks. It doesn't matter if it's your morning production meeting or the finance meeting. You've got to set a day, a time to have it every single week, knowing that some weeks people won't be there, but just keep going, have the meeting anyway, have them call in through a phone and set it on a table in front of, everybody whatever it is but we had brett gilland on from elite entrepreneurs he worked at infusion soft for many years brett's a super smart guy and he talks a lot about this rhythm of business this this doing something every day because once you get in the habit everybody gets in the habit and i know a lot of owners hate this because you know their personality is just go 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 I don't like to stop for meetings. Meetings are a waste of time, whatever. But a lot of their people are not wired like they are. They like that structure of having somebody come and talk to them for a few minutes every day. It gets their head in the right space. You know, they're not you. If they were you, they'd be your competitor, not your employee. So you have to take some time, energy, and effort to make sure that you're doing the things that put them in the best position to succeed every day. And I, I just think too few, I think too few companies have that systems in place where it's like we do the same meeting every day at the same time. I think that really adds to, to people's businesses.
1: And this is why we talk about systems and implementing them and consistency and accountability because the feedback we get from many of our listeners and many of our clients the systems are the biggest challenge for everybody. And this is what, you know, Al Levy helps with the systems. Um, Howard helps with the systems. Brett helps with the systems. So we can help with your systems By, with the Morning tick meeting. But you need to, at the end of the day, it's up to you. And you need to implement the systems, hold people accountable, and be consistent with them.
0: And you, one last point, Larry. you got to make them easy. you got to make them simple. Like it, yeah. you know, Everything that's hard never gets done. Because yeah. there's just too much other stuff to do, so it's going to be like, "Hey, we all meet every day at seven for ten minutes. We have a written agenda. We talk about these two things, or we talk about this one thing today. Like, that's not overwhelming.
1: Yeah, and we have so many tools with the Google Calendar, Google Documents, Google Spreadsheets. I mean, it's just Zoom. Yeah, there's no uh, excuses for not making things happen.
0: Yeah, and you could, you, know, you could have a big Zoom meeting. If, everybody, if you have multiple locations and you have, or you have guys out in the field at those times, have a Zoom meeting. Yep. Zoom,
1: Zoom away. Or Google Hangouts. or Google whatever. Hangouts. A little bit of both, a little bit of everything. Or you could just have a, a group phone call too. Yeah. So there's okay. so many
0: available one, tools. One last point. Quick. If you're the owner, even if this is not your favorite thing to do, and you, Larry, you, you and I struggled with this a little bit with you. Yeah you got to show that you're into it because at the beginning you weren't into it No, and everybody knew that you weren't into it. So what was that doing for me? That was undermining my ability to get buy-in. Yeah. So if you're the owner and let's say, you know, there's just one of you, not two, even if you're not that into it, you need to become an actor and be into it. And, and you'll see, when you start seeing the results, you'll get into it.
1: Yeah. And you need to be accountable as well as your team to participating, to presenting the information and have input into the meetings or whatever you're doing, any system at all. That's important.
0: Yeah, and you don't need to run the meetings. Pick somebody, have an office manager run the meeting or lead technician. Yeah. You don't, it doesn't have to be you. All you have to do is give the nod of approval to everybody that's important.
1: Yeah, right on. I think that's it. Well, Mr. Tech Whisperer, thank you for your input. Everybody have a great day. I don't know if you listen to it on Tuesday, but this is our Tuesday topic, Tuesday Teach. Bada bing, we're out. Hope you like my hat. Like my hat? Dude, you look like a longshoreman. I do. It's cool, huh? If anybody calls in say they like my hat or sends me you know, like my hat, I'll send you one.
0: You look, you look like you're from like On the Waterfront with Brando. Or something.
1: <laughs> he was cool. He was cool. Uh,
0: All then, right. Have a good we're day.
1: Out. See you. Bye. Thank you for
0: listening to the Blue Collar Nation podcast. For more information on what Eric and Larry do, please visit www.morningtechmeeting.com or visit us on our Facebook page, Blue Collar Consulting. Thank you and see you back here next week with another amazing episode of the Blue Collar Nation podcast.